gentlemen, welcome to the UCB Franklin Theater. Please welcome to the stage, DJ Blue Dream. What's up, everybody? Woo! Guys, keep it going for a hot leg. Oh my god. What a beautiful way to start the show. Uh, who here is too effing high right now? Yes, me too! I'm so high. I'm scared to take these off and look 120 people in the face. But I'm gonna do it. I'm so high. Woo! Alright guys, we have an amazing show for y'all tonight. We got some incredible guests. Give it up for the Sultan of Sativa, King Kush, Maharaja Marijuana. <laughs> The highest host in the world, James Mastriani! <laughs> What's up, you two, baby? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God, it's so smoky. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to I'm Too Effing High. I'm so excited that you guys are here. Um, this is a uh, wonderful event. This is a monthly show that we do and a weekly podcast that we do to try to normalize the use of cannabis through the language of comedy. Doesn't that sound really nice? Right? I know it's easy right now for us. We live in Los Angeles, but there's a fight every day that we got to keep pushing back so we can keep getting high, because I like to get high. Um, who, anybody here don't like to get high? Should probably check that first. Should probably make sure at the top of the show if anybody's in the wrong place. Um, <laughs> this is in the arc light. <laughs> Um, guys, I'm so, uh, I'm so glad that you're here. We've got an amazing show. Uh, with me, as always, my right-hand man, DJ Blue Dream. co-hosted show business with a longer intro song than the host of the show. That's what we love about him. Uh, how you feeling, DJ Blue Dream? I'm good. I'm so high. You high? Yeah. I'm so high, too. Um, where, where are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, I'm going to say like an 8. An no, eight. a 7.7. 7. Okay. I could get a little high. Yeah. I will. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I would say I'm about, um, I'd say, like, uh, I'll say a 7.9. That's okay. so what I'll say. I'll go a little bit, I think I'm a little bit higher than you okay. are. Is anyone here a 10? Does anyone feel like they're a 10 right now? Anybody a 10? They can't clap. They can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Because uh, if you were a 10, I don't think that you would want anybody to know. 
It was also clear she wasn't sure what the question was, but she yeah. knew she was she was answering yeah, yeah, yeah. In the affirmative. Yeah. Maybe a nine. Maybe a nine. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we can get that to a ten. Um, guys, if you're not familiar with uh, the premise of this show, this show is where we get comedians high on marijuana and have them do comedic challenges to prove that marijuana makes everything funnier. That's the point of this show. To show that weed makes things better. Because uh, it does. Who's here uh, Who's here for the first time, out of curiosity? Hell yeah, welcome, welcome. Awesome, welcome, guys. Um, at the very end of the show, one of the more impressive parts of the show is um, we have on stage somebody that is going to get high and remember the show, and then try to recount the show through freestyle rap. Please welcome Sean Fisher! Hey! Uh, so Sean, you're going to uh, you're gonna try to freestyle rap at the end of the show everything yep. you remember from the show, right? Yep, right. all like two hours of it. Yeah, that's right. Um, those newbies are in for a long one. Ooh. Uh, and how high are you right now? Oh, I'll, I'll go like a 7.78. 7.78? Yeah, I didn't know we were going to the 10th yeah, decimal. Absolutely. I felt real. I don't know, that makes, I'm high, but that makes sense to me. I yeah. get that. Yeah. I feel like definitely not an 8, but, you know, room for growth. Yeah. We'll get there. Looks like, so. looks like you have a tool there. I'm ready to help. go. Yeah, that'll help you get uh, get towards that eight, that big goal of an eight. Eight? Uh, well, well, we'll see you at the end of the show. Sounds good. Man. All right, Sean Fisher, everybody. Sean Fisher. Um, guys, also, uh, somebody that is going to be following the rules of this show uh, and sort of keeping an eye on everything, uh, I want you guys to please welcome Mark... Knife guard, the narc lifeguard. James, good looking room tonight. Yeah. Fucking a great looking room. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. It sure is, Mark. It sure is. How was the flight here from England? Oh, I swam. Yeah. Oh, I swam. Okay. You know, I hate flights. I'd yeah. much rather watch a movie swimming, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I dangled dang my iPhone. Watch the first season of Scandal! Oh, that's great. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good. Good looking room. All right. Don't see any knocks. Not yet. Right. You know who knock is, right? Uh, I, yeah. Federal agent. That's right. <laughs> It could be a costume. That's true. It could be wearing a millennial zipper up. That's right. Inside two federal agents and a wiretap. You know, like in the vans, but inside a human. With the same amount of uh, the same same amount of room to move around, though, right? Okay, you've seen them. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You've been arrested. I know. Yeah. So, so Mark, you're here to. Um... I'm here to go with the rules. Okay, All great. Right. This is great. All right. So there's some rules, folks. I'll set down a prop and a necessary item. Uh, do you want a mic, Mark? No, nah, I'm a lifeguard. People should be able to hear me. <laughs> All right. Rules of this show. Number one rule, 
be cool. <laughs> Seriously, like, everybody's high. <laughs> if you came here and you're like, I won't, I'm not gonna smoke tonight, congratulations, you're high. <laughs> you're next to all these people. If someone next to you isn't high, federal agent. <laughs> right? Like two kids in a trench coat trying to get into a scandalous movie. <laughs> So be cool, right? Don't worry, everything's fine. If it seems weird, you're high. <laughs> It'll pass, all right? We do this every day, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have to coach your improv teams. All right. Uh, rule number two, tell us if you're a narc. That's right. You got that, dude? I get narcs. This dude came from the beach. Look. Shoes check, lip flops, cool pants. Tall as hell. And he's sitting down, he can tell how tall he is. There could be a better agent in each one of those legs. Like one of those Halloween costumes that one, one half buys one half of a body. Yeah. You know, one's yeah. the back of the horse and one is the front of the horse. One's the front half of him. But still the same amount of room that you would have in a van, right? Exactly, but yeah. we're gonna be cool because we don't know. If you need to leave, there's exits that way and that way. If you go that way, it's weirder. Go that way. Seriously, if you see a bunch of people going that way, it's dangerous. Go that way. Otherwise, go that way. If you, if you gotta go to the bathroom, it's real weird if you walk slow and duck. Let's go. Rule number four, pass joints. Cause if you don't, you're a narc! <laughs> Where'd this person go? He left! Narc! Well, that's good then. Rule number five, compliment your neighbors. Very nice. That's that's that's, that's really right. sweet. That's really right. sweet. Right. No, I appreciate. Uh, yeah, look at this. Friend connection. They're missing out on two great guys right now. They're missing out on two. Who? That's right. Whoever's not here. Okay. Good call. All right. <laughs> Rule number six. Tell us if you're a narc. Got it? All right. Yeah. I'm scanning the room from this observation deck. All right, well... Sucks for you guys, you're gonna see the back of the head! <laughs> All right. Safe swimming! Thank you, Mark Lifeguard. The Narc Lifeguard. Thank you, and um, if you see any violations or anything, Mark, um... Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. If I, if I see something bad, it's awful for all of us. Yeah, that's true. So behave. Uh, guys, are you guys ready to meet our high comedians? Yeah. These guys, um, I got them high. They're locked. They're ready to go. Uh, they're locked? They're ready to go? I forgot, I forgot the word loaded, which makes no... Yeah, locked. They're locked. And they're ready. Uh, please welcome to the stage Mary Stone, Julie Brister, and Edgar Montplaisir. Welcome. Have a seat. 
Awesome. Welcome, you guys. Welcome. Uh, super excited to have you guys on the show. And um, the first question I always ask the guests before we get, um, you know, get going with everything is, is I always ask uh, about their relationship to marijuana. So, Edgar, we're going to start with you. And um, just what is your current relationship to marijuana like? Oh, man. I always fuck up this question when you ask me. Yeah. Because uh, I ask it to you every day. You never not see me and ask this question. Yeah. Uh, I feel like my relationship with marijuana right now is like uh, we used to be fucking, like back in the day. Yeah. And then, like, now I saw her, like, at the mall. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used to fuck that girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then now we fucking again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I also like that it was at the mall. I think that's really great. I think that. <laughs> uh, so, so, where are you right now on a scale of one to ten? How high are you? Man, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a. I want to say a six point nine. Six point nine. Because we fucking know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Because that's. 6.9 is a very sexual number. Everybody knows that. <laughs> a classic sex position, 6.9. Yeah. 6.9. Just a little bit of space. Uh, me and the lady 69 last night. Uh, uh, well, I'm uh, I'm happy to have you here, man. Oh, thank yeah. you so much for having me. Yeah, man. welcome. Yeah. Edgar, everybody. Edgar. Yeah. Um, how about you, Mary? What is your uh, what's your current relationship to marijuana like? Um, she is my wife. She is my life. Uh, yeah, yeah. Smoke weed every day. There it is. That is wonderful. That's great. Yeah. Um. So so you're uh. How do you have a, a particular way that you usually like to ingest? Do you do edibles? Do you have a bong? Do you do joints? Um, I do have a bong that a group of people gave me because they were like, we didn't know what to give you, so we got you a bong. And I was like, this is the best! Um, was this a random group of people on the street? <laughs> they were like, hey, we're all at Home Depot here. <laughs> um, no, I, I, uh, it was like a makeup team. A real nice makeup team. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. It was like a rap gift. <laughs> that's a great gift. Yeah, yeah. Right. I like to smoke those, um, you ever hit, uh, you ever do those... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like a glass pipe, but uh, it's like a stack and go or a nope. A sneak a toke. A bubble? No, no, a, a token, token seal. Token seal. Token. Seal and toke. Seal and toke. Yeah, it's got the like lid on it. Oh, is that like a glass blunt? Does it have like a glass twist? Blunt. It has like a twisty thing on it? Like, yes. Yeah, like almost like a corkscrew type thing? Yes. Yeah, those are great. I like that. Anybody here smoke out of a glass blunt? You like glass blunts? Yeah? Some people? Yeah, they're pretty great. Where are you right now on a scale of uh, 1 to 10? How high are you right now? Well, as you know, I like to get down, but I think I've just smoked so many different people's weed that I feel yeah. incredibly insane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there it is. Uh, so on a scale of 1 to 10, you feel completely insane. 6.9. 6. <laughs> Uh, well, we're so excited to have you here. Thanks so much for coming out. Yeah, Mary Song, everybody. 
Uh, Julie, how about you? What's your current relationship to marijuana like? Um, like a nice sleepy indica at about 10 p.m. before I go to bed. Yeah. That's... It's been that way for a long time. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, Smoke so weed a... just to go to sleep sometimes. Yeah, that's true. And also, if it helps you sleep, it does. Right? It does. Um, do you have Do you have a specific strain that you really like? Um, uh, whatever top shelf indica that I have that I can find yeah. at my local dispensary right yeah. now. I'm I have crazy glue. Ooh, I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anybody Anybody smoking crazy glue right now? Anybody got that strain? No. Cool. It's actually a hybrid. It's not an indica, but it's very um, couch heavy. Yeah, that's great. And, and you say you've been doing it for a long time. What, yeah, what I've is, been on for a long time. Actually. Yeah, yeah. What is, so? What, how My dad might listen to this, so no. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we don't so, want to get into the specifics of dates. Yeah. So yeah. So you just you just started, and you just started recently. <laughs> Um, That's actually like what my dad. My dad busted me smoking weed um, when I was sixteen. Oh wow! And uh, the, my mom found I put I had a roach and I put it in a terrarium like on the top wow. of my dresser, like thinking she'll never see it here. <laughs> and then she goes to my room to put something away, sees it. I'm out the night before so I at a slumber party, and I came home, and my dad goes, hey, let's uh, get in the car and go to the gas station. And he goes, I want to know how long you've been smoking marijuana. And I said, since yesterday. <laughs> Non-stop since yesterday, Dad. I haven't stopped. I love it. I just imagined that that terrarium had a tarantula in it, just just hoping that the joint would fall into it. <laughs> um, well, where are you on a on a scale of one to ten right now? How high are you? Uh, the consensus is six point nine. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's in the consensus. Like that's now we have a pattern. Okay, great. I like that. I like that. Um, well, super excited to have you here, Julie. I'm Julie so Brister, to be here. everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Right Thank you. Uh, awesome. Why don't we get to our first uh, our first round of comedic challenges here? This segment here is called the hypothetical situation. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Hypothetical. A conversation that's making the true of the fake and the situation is theoretical. But if you're high on a ganja vibe, then we call that shit hypothetical. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. Smoke weed every day. So... 
The hypothetical situation is basically, uh, I'm going to give you uh, the theme for the situation uh, for this show, which is, I might as well say it right now, uh, the theme is New York City is going to be the theme. And um, I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation, and you're going to act that uh, situation out. People can um, contribute if uh, if they they want to improvise, or you know, it's it's sort of uh, open playing field. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, I mean, this may be a dumb question, but not at all. are we staying put? Or are we out there? Um, I would I would recommend going out there. Where it's really where it's really you would recommend that? safe. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Is that a bummer? Oh god, no, I love my chair. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, you guys I mean oh sorry. It's a mic drop moment. Um, you know what? You you are more than welcome to do whatever makes you feel most comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you want to do it from somewhere else in, in the room. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so, the theme is New York City. Are you? Do you guys like New York? Do you guys go to New York at all? Yeah. I'm from there. You're from New York. Yeah. That's right, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. What part of New York are you from? I was born in Harlem. Born in Harlem. Yeah. Anybody here from Harlem or New York? Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if those white voices were from Harlem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Born and raised. (laughs) Um, Well, we're going to start. We're actually going to start with you, Edgar. All right, for sure. All right. So, um, Edgar, um, just like the movie Eddie. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Eddie with uh, Whoopi Goldberg, but um, she is a fan of the New York Knicks, and she won the opportunity to be the head coach of the New York Knicks. Oh, shit. And so you have won the opportunity. Edgar Mm. has won the opportunity to be head coach of the New York Knicks, and this hypothetical situation is the very first time that you are uh, talking to your players. Um after winning this this opportunity. Okay, bet. Makes sense? Yeah, I'm gonna do a seated, is that cool? That's you? cool, man, right, that's bet. cool, absolutely. Edgar! Uh, thanks for being here, y'all, thanks for being here. Uh, thank, thank you for being here. I've been a New York Knicks fan since I was a kid. My dad immigrated to the, the city from Haiti and fell in love with the team, and uh, shout out, Sac Passe. Bet, bet. Uh, but um, I'm going to be real with you guys. I only got one request. I want you guys to fuck this shit up all year. And not in a positive way. I want you guys to lose every single fucking game. You guys on board, Kristoff? You on board? Kristoff not on board. Kristoff, <laughs> what's going on, man? Kristoff wants to win basketball no, games. Kristoff, you got to understand something. Since I've been a kid, this team has fucking sucked, okay? Right. I'm just being real, I'm just being honest. Sure. We need some draft picks bad, all right? <laughs> I need you guys to suck ass all fucking year. You're looking at me, Courtney Lee? Honestly, as Courtney Lee, I have to say, um, essentially, that's just against the core principles of who I am. I always have to go 100%. I am going in as hard as possible. Courtney Lee, I'm not asking you not to go 100%. 
I'm asking you to go to 100% in the other direction. You understand what I'm telling you? Okay, yeah. Be 100% the worst basketball player on the floor. All right. Flip that thinking. What's good? What's good, Tim Hardaway Jr.? What's good? I'm happy to lose for the year. If I still get paid the same amount. You will get paid the amount of money we gave you for no fucking reason. I promise you. Thank you. Okay. Hey, Courtney Lee here again. Yeah, that's good. Just something is not sitting right with me. We are the New York Knicks. Everyone knows what that stands for. Okay. Knight in shining armor. Yes. In. Yes. Not on our watch. Yes. I am the king. Yes. See. Me do my thing. Yes. Okay. And and I think that's pretty clear. We we are the team that kids look up to. I mean, I, I look up to you guys a lot, but I've given up on me having a good Knicks team, okay? I've given up on it. I want my kids to have a good Knicks team. I want them to see a team that actually wins game, and that doesn't happen unless you guys suck 100% ass. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Look, our team has been a joke for the longest time. We used to be called the Knickerbockers. You know what that is? That's boxers. Our team is named after fucking boxers. I don't know, seems kind of cool to me. Courtney Lee. Sorry. Coach, maybe if we wore boxing gloves when we play, we'd be better. That's what I like to hear, Joe Q. Noah. That's the kind of stuff that I like to hear. Edgar Montplaisir. Um, so, are you're a Knicks fan? I am, sadly. Oh, uh, man, that's brutal. Yeah. That's uh, brutal. Um, they're awful. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, did you, there was somebody that, was there, was there somebody else with, there's uh, someone else who I believe is Haitian in the Haitian? crowd. Yeah. Oh, what's good, awesome. my brother? What's good, man? Oh, Wolfong? Okay, I'm with that. Okay. That's, that's just for me and him. I'm that's great. about the rest of y'all. That's just for me and him. That's a beautiful thing. That's great. Um, awesome. Julie, we're going to have you go next. Oh, God. Here we go. Okay. Um, and so this is actually, uh, you're going to have a little bit of uh, um, uh, uh, an image here to help. Aid? Yeah, visual aid. Oh. Oh. Uh, you're producing and pitching some new Broadway shows to a group of investors. Yes. And, <laughs> and your investors are already excited. They're super excited to hear all about your ideas. Um, yeah. Good to go. That's right. And uh, you brought some of the posters in the Playbill uh, artwork here, and you're you're gonna talk about each play and what it's about, and um, pitch it to the investors here. Does that make sense? So you're gonna show me the you're gonna show me the Playbill. Yes. Correct. The yes. In fact, this is the first one right here. Julie Brister, everybody. Merle's burial mural. <laughs> Merle, y'all don't know this. Merle, Merle Haggard actually dropped dead on Avenue C in the East Village. And, uh, uh, and Chico, the amazing mural painter of the East Village. 
he painted the most amazing mural of Merle Haggard's burial. <laughs> making of that mural and half the neighborhood wasn't happy about it. It was about that strive. Come on, give us some money. Who, who won? Oh, yes, thank I you. I have a question. Can you tell me a little bit more about the score by 3-6 <laughs> You never knew that they would be so great for musical theater. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's talk about the next one here. Isn't it obvious what this is? <laughs> Don't we all want to see this show, Monty Python Spamilton? Is this not already a show? Well, there's spam a lot. Was uh, oh right, there is spam a lot. There oh. was yeah, there was Monty Python. Spamilton, Spamilton, uh, uh, is uh, uh, the whitest version of Hamilton <laughs> you could ever ever imagine would ever exist. Uh, uh, here's where we're worried. Here's where we're worried. Um, this show is pretty scandalous. There's a lot of naked people. A lot of naked people. A lot of men, quite frankly, just flaunting their goodies. There's a lot of flopping. It's really uncomfortable. It's just a lot of... Flaccid flopping. Yeah. And sometimes that's it. It's hard to watch. What, What do we gain from picking a show up like this? Normalizing a flaccid penis. <laughs> that is a cause that I can get behind. Oh, Sounds good. Let's see the next one. Let's see the next one. It's pretty normal. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> this is Samuel Beckett's last play. <laughs> Enough said for that last one. We're, we're ready to purchase Samuel Beckett's last play. How about, uh, yeah. Nick Cage, well, so uh, Nicholas Cage has written a solo show. And, you know, he's always been into weird things. <laughs> yeah. He's so, like, self-consciously weird in a way. Right. Uh, so he had a great idea. He, like, he got on some pissing match with David Blaine. <laughs> and he lost a bet. So he's doing this show, like, this is, this is literally the cage that he's, that he has to uh, cram himself into to do the show. Um, uh, that it's, is weird. It's, that is the cage. And okay. then he does his entire solo show in, in that cage. And it's the story of, right. of, of uh, what a lucky career he's had. Yeah. <laughs> I will say another, another hang-up I have with this one is just a lot of flaccid penises just flapping all so over many. the place. Um, Not a hang-up for me. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, let's let's see the last one here. Well, we have a breakfast time. 
man here. So it's really important that this show be a go. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so obviously, this is about Medea. Uh, uh, go on. Medea. Medea uh, uh, was participating in a, a pancake breakfast cook-off. <laughs> And she was told that she had to cook pancakes, and she said, hell no, I'm going to make my own berry cereal. <laughs> and then, you don't see it here on the poster, but she eventually makes pancakes out of the berry cereal. And wins the contest. <laughs> Who wants to give us some money? <laughs> Julie Brister! Um, so, uh, Mary, you're gonna go now. Okay, my mouth is so dry. Oh, yeah, that cotton mouth. Yeah. There's also some bottled water there, if you need some more. Um, so, Mary, your hypothetical situation is, uh, you are the famous pizza rat, right? And you are hosting a new, co uh, a new cooking show called The Food I Found with Pizza Rat. Uh, and this is your your debut show, your debut episode. Make sense? Who knows? <laughs> Mary Sohn, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. French fry, just throw out the box. <laughs> That's the best fucking part. <laughs> so I get in there, I get those last little greasy pieces, and while I'm in there, I'm trying sauces. You like a horsey sauce? I Martha Stewart loves a horsey sauce. Oh my god, you do? Yes. Is it you like the burn? Yes, in the, in the back of my throat. Oh, number one freak. Awesome, awesome. Well, I mean, well, the thing about the show is I just want it to be like everyone's experience, not just Pizza Rat. Like, my friend over here, we've been cool for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the deal? I always want to stock something that you like over in my corner, but I can't figure you out. I'm like a I'm like a rice kind of guy. I like rice. I like beans. So if you got rice and beans, I'm in. <laughs> what kind of bean and do you like it spicy? Damn, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I like it spicy and I like a pinto bean. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Everyone is so damn interesting. Okay. And you. Yeah. Hi. Um, I wanted to know, would you rather have a um, like really well marinated chicken breast that is just like grilled to perfection, mm. or would you want like a 
chicken skin that's been baked on the side of a cast iron so it's crispy like a bacon. Oh. Oh. Chicken skin. Chicken skin. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And to you guys over here, if you could if if you could have a topping of a, on your frozen yogurt, is it like a cereal or nut? Or is it like candy or fruit? Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm having trouble stirring things with these boxing gloves on. <laughs> you can't open the yogurt, okay? Can't get a good grip. <laughs> but I guess cereal as well. What kind? Frosted Lucky Charms. That's a thing? I combined them. Oh, New York City. <laughs> Mary Song. Man, that was fun. That show was very relatable. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounded delicious. Uh, there is something about like, just just like crispy anything. I feel like it's so good. Yeah. 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 And the day's hot chicken? Not yet. So good. Not yet. I've heard great things. Pretty close by. It's on Western. Yeah. Let's all go. Let's yeah, right all go right this. now. Yeah, everybody yeah. Uh, <laughs> up right now. Yeah. Oh, man. That was that was so much fun. How are you guys feeling? You guys still uh, still feeling pretty high? Feeling pretty good? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, well, before we get to our next segment here... Um, we're gonna uh, jump to our, our blaze bit and welcome to the stage uh, Jamie Loftus Where, uh, oh Jesus Christ um, so I should just stand he, I don't know. I mean, I was watching backstage. I was like, I'm just going to at some point have to stand in the center of a room that's slowly closing in on me. <laughs> and that's just, and then there's going to be some people that you can see and other people that could, uh, you know, take you down at any moment. And you just have to sort of trust that they. So that's good. How's everybody? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm just like, there's just like people and it's a Coliseum vibe I wasn't anticipating. <laughs> And I, I don't know. It's like you're in a coliseum, but you don't know what role you're playing. <laughs> like I know there's not a tiny baby that's just murdered in the middle of a coliseum, but that is how I feel right now. Um, how's everybody? <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I, I've I've done the the podcast before, James, and I did uh, actively tell you that I don't smoke weed a lot, and I'm. Basically, the like I put people under citizens arrest, so you're all under citizens arrest. I've come here to arrest all of you for smoking weed, which is legal. So, a little bit about me. I'm currently wearing a jumpsuit that is giving me an insane uh, camel toe. <laughs> because I love to torture myself. My top three UTIs that I like to get. <laughs> Number one, you gotta go with Cheeto fingers. <laughs> you gotta... <laughs> 
as someone who's reaching in, licking the dust, and they're like, what do you think? And I'm like, you know, Jackass the movie is already playing. It's a Blu-ray, go for it, you know? Top UTI. Second UTI, uh, not peeing after sex, because the person I just had sex with won't stop trying to explain the plot of Barton Fink to me. <laughs> I love when that happens when you're there. He's just like, no, it's actually quite good. And I'm like, well, I'm going to just be suffering for a week. Uh, my third favorite UTI, and this is just a classic. You can get it when you're young, even. Uh, is uh, you know, just don't go commando to Disneyland and go on Splash Mountain. You will get UTIs. <laughs> I got one just a couple months ago. You know, there's all sorts of germs. Just and just let them in. Allow them in. Uh, it's good. It's uh, summer's over, which means my short man season has come to a close. It's, summer's the time I engage the short men because of a, a sex hack I discovered uh, a while ago. I'm a taller gal, and, and there's this way that if you're having sex with a shorter man that you can arrange yourself bodily. And if you just tilt your head up just so, it's as if you're having sex with absolutely no one. what I was looking for the whole time. And then, you know, he slides on out, and then, and then he sk sk skitters off to his... I don't know. I don't know what they do. I've never seen them leave, so... So it's fall now. I'm getting into the, to the, to the, the fall season, and uh, that means I'm, I'm heading into my peak, because October's my best month, always. Always October is my best because not to brag or anything, but I am uh, sort of like a sex symbol in the horny, impoverished, haunted house employee community. Like there's just something about me that really speaks to them. Like, I've never met someone dressed head to toe as Beetlejuice who did not want to finger me to death. But, uh, Seven Eleven. So, and I'm happy to do it. I and mean, you should, if, if <laughs> highly encourage uh, raw dogging a, a haunted house employee because you can write that off of your taxes. It? It's just 2K right off the top. You can do it. It's good. Um, I don't know how much time I'm supposed. To, I still feel like I could be attacked at any moment. <laughs> uh, I did want to tell you one more thing about. Uh, I, I was home. Recently, I'm from Massachusetts, the last state where the female orgasm is still illegal. Uh, cool. Never come in my home state ever. Uh, lived there for 23 years. Totally fine. Not for lack of effort on anyone's part. I just like didn't want to pay the king's tariff. Uh, <laughs> I have to pay in puritanical states like that. But, I was home recently, and I was at a, at a bar in Boston with a couple of my friends, hadn't been there for a while, and someone approached me, and, and they said, hey, I think I know you from somewhere. And I, like, was taken aback in that, because, you know, I was like, oh, maybe someone knows me from comedy for the first time ever, right? So I was really excited, and I was like, oh, I'm going to look so fucking cool in front of my hot married friends. And uh, and, and the, the, the woman talking to me looked at me, and she was like, 
Yeah, aren't you the girl that used to come into Dunkin' Donuts every day and order tuna? (laughs) (laughs) And then the second I looked in her eyes, I knew exactly who she was. Because it was my tuna barista (laughs) from Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, yeah, good to see you, Carla. What's up? And uh, she she was like, yeah, you were the only person who ever ordered tuna from Dunkin' Donuts. Because if you've never heard of the tuna from Dunkin' Donuts, it's because it was removed in 2015 for not being meat. So, love a mayonnaise-based dish, what can I say? But I... I felt like absolute shit. My all my friends are there. I was like, "Yeah, what's up? How are you doing?" And she was like, "Oh man, tuna!" Because they did call me tuna. Uh, She's like, "Tuna, so good to see you. I just like haven't seen you in years. Like, I just I wanted to ask you, do you remember the day you came in and we had to tell you there was no more tuna?" And of course, when traumatic things happen to you, you black them out. So I didn't remember. I was like, no, I don't. What happened? And she's like, Tuna, it was so funny. (laughs) Because every day for two years, I would go into that Dunkin' Donuts and I'd be like, what's up, guys? And they'd be like, Tuna! They'd get me tuna. I'd never get coffee. I'd, you know, like deep throat the tuna and leave. But I went in, she was, and, and she, she was like, uh, so we're waiting for you to get there. You usually go at like 2 o'clock. And we were all there. We all knew we had to tell you there was no more tuna. <laughs> like five different Dunkin' Donuts employees. Like we knew we had to tell you. We didn't have to tell anyone else. <laughs> no one else had ever even tried to order it. So it was just you, Tuna. It's getting to be a little later. And it was getting to be like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. And we're like, did someone else tell her? Like, and, and Carla, who I was talking to, she's like, and I have requested to work register that day because I wanted to tell you myself. <laughs> and so eventually, I guess I did come in. And I was like, what's up, guys? And they, they were like, Hey, Tuna. (laughs) And I guess, and she was like, for the first time that day, you came in, you walked right up to me, and after two years, you said, hey, I'll have the usual. Because it was the first time I was confident enough to say, I'll have the usual. For the saddest sandwich ever served to a person. And, And I was like, I'll have the usual. And she was like, Tuna. There's no more tuna. And she's like, do you remember what you did? I was like, no, please kill me. <laughs> please break a glass and, you know, over my head. But she, she was like, you just stood there for a second. You look totally lost. <laughs> she's like, you stood there for a while, and then after a while, you were just like, well, what else do you serve? <laughs> and then you turned and you left and you never came back. <laughs> And that's true. It is because I did move to California and I like left the state, but I like her narrative better. <laughs> but I was so incensed that they wouldn't serve me mayonnaise on bread anymore that I moved across the country and never returned. Okay, well, I think that was all I was going to do. Okay?
Congrats, everybody! That was great. Oh, damn. Uh, let's check in uh, real fast with DJ Blue Dream for DJ Blue Dreams. Good vibes, minute. I'm Good vibes. She's not bad vibes. Bad vibes. Get out of here. DJ Good Dreams. Good vibes. Minute. Okay, so for this Good Vibes Minute, I'm going to show you. Uh, who, who is familiar with the reality show uh, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? So this is, for, this is just a clip from that. They're going to play silently. Like we all know, reality TV is heavily edited and written and stuff like that. But I just love this clip so much because just I'm going to play it silently. Just watch Ray J's hat. Oh, have you guys seen this? <laughs> Alright, so this is like a te- it's like a, te- I don't know, a 30 second clip, but just watch Ray J's hat for the whole clip. That's really funny. Uh, good vibes. Those are good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. Um, awesome. Let's jump to our, our final um, our final challenge here. Let me pull it up on my iPhone. Um, this segment is called High Advice. Um, and so how high advice works is basically, um, I'm going to tell, um, we, we have three people here that, uh, are going to be giving advice, uh, to anybody in the audience that might have a question or need some sort of advice on anything going on in their lives. Uh, so if you want to take a moment, maybe, maybe you have something you want to ask three people. Um, and, uh, keeping with the theme of New York, we've got an actual New York cab driver is here. We've got uh, a Wall Street um, stock broker is also here, and Robert De Niro is here as well. Um, and they've all come here today to um, <laughs> they've come here today to answer any sort of questions or life advice or anything like that that you guys might have. Uh, does anybody have any anything off the top of their head right now? Yeah. I think my friend is a narc. You think your friend is a narc? He's not your friend. I don't understand what you are saying. <laughs> if you think he is a narc, he is not your friend. Okay. okay, that's yeah, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh, piece of advice. He's probably not your friend. Um, um, you any... gotta put him to the test. You gotta put him to the test. <laughs> you gotta do a series of uh, tests that, of course, you know internally. Don't let him know, of course. And uh, after that, look at your uh, research and, you know, make a good decision. You know? <laughs> so, baby! <laughs> All right, great, great advice, I think, from uh, the Wall Street broker. That makes sense. And uh, Mr. De Niro? Take him out on the lake. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. And um, with very cryptic and terrifying advice, uh, Robert De Niro had there. Great. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, great. Uh, another another piece of advice somebody might need. Can't get a deadbeat out of my cabin. You can't get a deadbeat out of your cabin. Oh wow. That's a tough one. So you've got a deadbeat in your cabin. A New York City cabin. A New York City cabin. <laughs> a, a, one of those famous New York City cabins. What do you do when you got a deadbeat? Is it a cab or a cabin? A cab. Oh, a cab. A cab. A cabin. Oh, a cabin. A cab. Bin. Okay. The back of a cab. That's what we call it in England. We call it the cab's bin. Oh, the cab's bin. Where you put your groceries in the lot. Great. <laughs> so I think it means what you what you, what you do if you find a dead body in in the boot of your car. Right. Or in the cabin. Okay. Great. This is great. Well, um, why don't we start with uh, Robert De Niro because I feel like. Uh, we could get some really great advice from the actual cab driver here, but uh, Mr. De Niro, do you have any advice there? Well, I think if if they're a deadbeat, uh, sometimes you have to deal with that problem yourself. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another... I think the best bet is to take legal recourse, and that takes a long time. But, you know, I've, I've just got to play it straight and give the real yeah. advice of what you I have like to that. do. That's and great. you give them a bad review. You give, if, if we're reviewing passengers, give them a bad review. I, you know it's all going to come to that pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still... Still got a cryptic and terrifying thing at the end there. <laughs> you know, you know something about the future where we're going to be doing some sort of uh, uh, judging of passengers. It sounds like. Um, good advice. Good advice. I like that. Uh, uh, the Wall Street. Uh... You know what you do. You know what you do. You stay up for twenty-four hours. You splash some cold water on your face. You make some rash decisions. And then you take that motherfucker's clothes outside, light him on fire. <laughs> when he comes home, you say, nah, 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 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. Okay. Yeah, that would get me out of a cab for sure. Absolutely. Um, how about the actual New York cab driver? Do you have any advice on how to get uh, a deadbeat out of the back of your cab? I'm not understanding the question. <laughs> so the man is in the back of your cab. Yes? Cabin. <laughs> Where I'm from, we don't have cabins. <laughs> so I'm not understanding the question. Yeah. I, I understand that if he's there and you don't want him there, take him out. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. <laughs> that makes sense. This is all really solid advice so far. Yeah. How about uh, let's, let's get a, a couple more here. Any others? How do I keep my parents from that's your job as their son. That's <laughs> I have a son, so I can tell him I don't like your mother. That's why I have a son. That's your job. Oh wow! So that's you. That's why you have a child. I have four kids because I complain a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's great. 
Uh, Wall Street Trader? Any advice there? Honestly, honestly, what you're doing is great. Smoking weed is really going to help that situation. You cannot change your parents, but you can change your expectations. And you can build a wall around yourself that's healthy for you, that protects you, that doesn't have to do anything with the way your parents react. This is for you. You have your own worth. Or you take somebody's clothes and set them fucking on fire. <laughs> Great. Okay, that's really, really good advice. Robert De Niro? Uh, yeah. When your father complains about your mother, uh, uh, tell him something nice that she said about him. And then when your mother complains about your father, tell her something nice that he said about her. You make it up. <laughs> but then, but then they 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 will soften. <laughs> really, really good advice. Yeah, this is great. Um, any? Let's do one more. Any? Any others? I got a question. Oh, no. I, uh, so I put some boxing gloves on. <laughs> and, uh, my coach, he, uh, he's mad. I think I'm going to lose my position. I'm Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> oh, you play for the New York Knicks. That's I, right. I hope so. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and so you're wanting to know advice on how to talk to your coach? Is that, what, what do you? Yeah, if there's a mentor in your life who's disappointed in you, how do you redeem yourself in their eyes? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's, yeah, that's so, uh, that's so heavy, Joe Kim Noah. Wow. See why it's weighing on Yeah, that's... Wow, okay. How, how can he uh, redeem himself in the eyes of his mentor? Any thoughts? I, uh, I'm telling you a story. Uh, every day I wake up, and I go to school. I would do the mathematics. I would do the reading. I would do the science. Then I would walk back home. I would clean the dishes. I would do the laundry. I would make sure everyone's bed was made. I cook food. You understand, Edgar? <laughs> I'm not Edgar. You... <laughs> it sounds like you're having an existential. <laughs> oh, that's high advice. <laughs> oh man, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling? You've just you you've just you've gotten high. You got put on the spot. You had to do these comedic challenges. How's how? Do you feel right now, now that we're at the at the end? Oh, this is the end? Yeah, we're about to be the end. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're about to have a recap in a second with, with some freestyle rapping, but uh, pretty much the end. I'm feeling great. It was a great. lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Can I be honest? I cannot stop thinking about that dog. <laughs> <laughs> bring back my girl, yo. Bring yeah, back my girl. Can we see? Can we see the? Uh, let's just take a yeah, look. I, I might take a sec to find this. Yeah, yeah. DJ Blue Dream will, will pull that uh, that dog back up. Um, yeah, yeah. This or is this a different one? That's a different one. That's still my girl right there too. God damn. Uh, Y'all don't understand confidence, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. 
That's somebody who's so sure of themselves. <laughs> Why just dress like Easter on Easter? <laughs> dress like Easter in October. Because to dress yourself like that is one thing, but to dress your dog like that, that is like... It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like she's a, like having a socialite evening. Yeah. <laughs> she's saying hi to different people. I was hearing that song from My Fair Lady playing. <laughs> hello, hello. Good to see you. That's oh, great. Yeah. What? So, any what, What's your guess on what this dog's name is? Jamie. You think, oh, you think like Meredith? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meredith is something that like a white lady who yelled at me at Target. <laughs> yeah, I think like Joyce Carol Oates. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's 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 like, where is a chair? Where is a chair? Where is a chair? I've been waiting for a waiter for three minutes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, awesome. Well, uh... What's her name? Um, it doesn't say on the video. It's just called Cute Dog. Yeah. Oh, that's a very good name. Um, oh, Joyce Carol Oates. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, before we get to the to the wrap-up here, thanks so much for coming out here oh, and yeah. doing this show, you guys. How about a round of applause for our high comedians? Coming out here, this is very scary, very tough, and uh, so funny. Uh, this is the part of the show where uh, the uh, Sean Fisher comes and sees how much of the show he can remember Woo! through freestyle rap. This is the wrap up with Sean Fisher. All right, let's do this. <sighs> Don't worry, I got this. Okay. Uh. There it is. There's a beat. Okay. So sweet. So good. I repeat. Let's go. Uh. Okay, okay, we're just smoking weed. Oh, so I need to recap the show. Oh, yes, indeed. Oh, Edgar, man, he was in charge. He's pulling all the tricks. Wanna get the top picks so his kid could have some nicks that are champs. Woo! He is such a good gramp. Uh, man, so I got this shit tight like I'm a clamp. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep on with the chit chat and I'm gonna check in with the show that is hosted by that pizza rat. That's his rapping. Oh man, I don't know what is happening, but I'm up here and I know that I am just capturing the essence of the show. Yeah, man, I'll put it on a mural. Yeah, I'm gonna make the show referencing murals, burials. <laughs> oh no, I'm so hard to say it's not cool. Yeah, oh. Don't wanna leave my dude in the dark. Everybody give it up for the narc life guard. And also, oh man, someone else who I was into, bruh. Mr. Matt knew a little India. <laughs> Gotta go and check it out. Woo! Man, what else happened? I don't doubt that I can remember. I probably should have mentioned this sooner. Please, everybody, quick, give it up for comedian tuna. That was so great. That was so great. She was not flunking. I really related to that whole story about that place in the Duncan. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I'm just getting my breath. Ooh. Doing it so good. Doing it till I am deaf. Ooh, what else just happened? 
Oh, we talking about fashion. Oh, and the little dogs, yeah. They're barking and chapping and yapping. Oh, Sitting on trap beats. Feel like an athlete. Man, I'm just feeling like a mathlete. See the images in my face. It's all mathematics. I'm causing the static. I don't know what else just happened, but I am feeling so drastic. What else just happened? What else just happened? Oh yeah, okay, I can just say. I'm moving my hat every different way like I was just Ray J. <laughs> All right, I'm leaving it there. Leaving it just with a flare. Dropping the mic like I really don't care. Sean Fisher! Did you guys have fun with us tonight? We do this show uh, every month, the second Friday of the month. We get comedians high. We have them do comedic challenges. This is also a podcast. Uh, we have new episodes every single Tuesday. Uh, please, if you uh, had fun, come back and help us normalize cannabis Tell every second Friday. Yeah, Get home safe, you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for coming out to the UCB Theater tonight. Before we get started with the show, please welcome to the stage, Hot Lake.
empty smoky, but the car is closed and locked. Oh, it's a hot box. Oh, that bowl is packed, and that's a fact. Ain't holding nothing back. Smoke me out, smoke me out, smoke me out now. Smoke me out, smoke me out, smoke me out now. Smoke me out, smoke me out, smoke me out now. Smoke me out, smoke me out, smoke me out now. Ask me how I'm feeling. I'd say I am really high. <laughs> Never gonna smoke you out. Never gonna buy you weed. Never gonna get so high. Forget you. Never gonna smoke you out. Never gonna get too high. Never gonna get so high. Forget you. <laughs> I'll take the big ass toe. Smoke some hash. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I, I, I'm hunting, looking for a nugget. Weed is fucking awesome. Grind that hash for me. Grind that hash for me. Come on now, grind that hash for me. Grind that hash for me. And